0: RNZ Pacific. with the news. Today marks 12 years since the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant disaster. On March 11, 2011, a major earthquake and a 15-metre tsunami disabled the power supply and cooling of three Fukushima Daiichi reactors, causing a nuclear accident – 12 years on and the company that owns the plant TEPCO is planning to release 1.3 million tonnes of ALPS treated radioactive wastewater from the wrecked Fukushima Daiichi power plant into the Pacific Ocean. Fukushima Governor Masao Uchibori says that decommissioning of the plant is a complex issue. He told RNZ Pacific he has heard the voices of concern and Anxiety around the issue. In Pacific Island countries, the nuclear tests that have been conducted from the 1940s, the effects of those tests still remain. In order not to repeat such a tragedy ever again, we must eliminate nuclear weapons from the world. Meanwhile, three independent scientists in Australia want Pacific leaders to feel confident that the planned release of treated radioactive wastewater into the Pacific Ocean will be safe. A separate panel set up by the Pacific Islands Forum and made up of independent scientists from around the world has raised concerns around a lack of data to prove the discharge will be safe, and it's currently looking into the the issue but Curtin University physics and astronomy professor Nigel Marks says the latest forum report and briefing on the concerns was a frustrating watch for him. When you watch the YouTube and you read the report you could easily draw the conclusion that an absolutely terrible thing is about to happen to the ocean and the reality is that absolutely nothing is going to happen to the ocean absolutely nothing. Zero effect. I don't know how to explain it anymore. Like there's decades, four, four or five decades worth of data showing this is safe. Efforts are being made to ensure Pacific nations can cope with changing tuna migration patterns in the region. Tuna migrations are already happening and are set to become more pronounced over the next 30 to 40 years due to climate change bringing multi-million dollar impacts to Pacific economies. The Pacific community through its Climate Science for Ensuring Pacific Tuna Access Program aims to arm nations with the resources to counter this. Principal Fisheries Officer at the SPC, Simon Nicoll, says if countries are to adjust their economies, they will need the best available information. And with funding from New Zealand, this is what the programme is intending to do. The intent of the work is to allow us to be able to make that much higher resolution uh, analyses for the on behalf of the Pacific Island countries. But there are a number of steps that we need to do along that way, and that includes strengthening up a number of the fisheries monitoring processes we have in place at the moment and ocean monitoring places. The West Papua Liberation Army has released a new video of New Zealand hostage Philip Mertens. The Susie Air pilot was taken hostage on February 7 after landing in the remote region of Induga. In the video sent to RNZ Pacific, the pilot, Mr. Mertens, was instructed to read a statement saying no foreign pilots are to work and fly into Highland Papua until Papua is independent. There were demands for for West Papua independence in the statement. Mr Mertens was surrounded by more than a dozen people, some of them armed with weapons. RNZ Pacific has not chosen to publish the video. Meanwhile, an Indonesian military commander has turned down New Zealand's offer of assistance in an operation to release Mr Mertens. The Jakarta Post reports Admiral Yudo Margono saying New Zealand Ambassador to Indonesia Kevin Burnett had offered assistance during his visit to the military headquarters last week. The Admiral says the ambassador offered to help, but he himself is still able to complete the rescue mission. Admiral Magono also reiterated that what was happening now was a law enforcement operation, not a military operation, and they would continue with persuasion and patience to protect local civilians in the area. Fiji's former Prime Minister, Frankin Bainimarama, and suspended police chief at Divini Ngiliho have been granted bail. Both men have pleaded not guilty to one count each of abuse of office. According to local media reports, magistrate Saini Puamau has set bail at 10,000 Fijian dollars. Mr. Mbaini Marama and Mr. Ngiliho have also been ordered not to leave the country and to reside at a permanent address. Magistrate Mo also ordered them not to interfere with witnesses. They are expected in court on May 11. Save the Children, Vanuatu says it's working closely to ensure the thousands of people affected by last week's cyclones have what they need there are at least 2,500 people still living in evacuation centres, with about 80,000 others directly affected by the two disasters. Save the Children's Pacific manager, Kim Cook, says her organisation is focusing on the needs of children, both in the short and long term. Right now what children need are um, hygiene kits, shelter materials, and that's really just buckets and tarps, making sure that families have something to help them get their house back in order and to get access to safe water um, to be able to wash food and, and wash themselves. Ms Cook says they are working with the Ministry of Education to get schools reopened quickly and safely. She says the government wants children back in school by Monday. The Federated States of Micronesia will have a new president in May. This is after incumbent President David Panuelo lost a seat during the 2023 congressional election on March 7. Peter Christian, who served as the eighth president of the Micronesian nation from 2015 to 2019, is expected to be re-elected to office. Taiwan is celebrating its ties with Aotearoa at a festival in Auckland today. It will feature arts and culture, street food and live shows. An organiser, Jerry Shi, says Indigenous Taiwanese and Māori have a special connection in that DNA traces the origins of Māori back to Taiwan. An important part of this year's celebration is the inclusion of more Indigenous Taiwanese groups. They will showcase their traditional dance or singing, that will show some sort of similarity to New Zealand Maori. The New Zealand Taiwan Day event takes place at the Victory Convention Centre in Freemans Bay. Today is the final day of the biggest Pacific Secondary School cultural event in the world. Since Wednesday, hundreds and thousands have gathered at the Monaco Sports Bowl for Polyfest, which showcases traditional Pacific music, dance, costumes and speech competitions, celebrating New Zealand's diverse cultures and youth performances. Emma Matea from Papatoetoe High School says no matter where you're from, Polyfest is for everyone. We would like to encourage everyone to, um, no matter what culture you are, it doesn't matter, to come and embrace other people's culture. You know, we're all one. The Māori stage will run from April 3 to 5 at the Dewdrop Drop Events Centre, giving participants time to recover from February's day Matatini Kapahaka competition. In sport, the misfiring black caps will resume needing a further 193 runs to Eclipse Sri Lanka's first innings total on the first test at Hagley Oval, but they'll have just five wickets in hand. Having struggled to 162 for five, New Zealand's initial hopes will rest with Daryl Mitchell, who is on 40 and Michael Bracewell on nine, although opener Tom Latham said he has faith in all the lower order to play a part in today. I think every partnership's vital, whether that be with with Daryl and Michael. Or whether it be with Daryl and, and the number 11, so or wh- whoever it may be, you know, every every run that we get is really important. The third day's play begins at 11 o'clock and in basketball breakers captain Tom Abercrombie says self-belief will be the key to getting back in the Australian NBL final series after a heavy loss in Sydney last night. The Sydney Kings dominated the second half of the 91-61 win to go up 2-1 in the best of five series. Veteran forward Abercrombie has been part of previous title winning breakers teams and expects a vast improvement in front of the team's own fans in Game 4 on Saturday. That's the latest news from RNZ Pacific. For more on our stories, go to our website rnzi.com